There are many ways people listen to Vision, including in cars through the Vision app. The Vision app is compatible with Apple CarPlay and Android Auto. So if you have mobile coverage, you can stream any of Vision's live radio channels in crystal clear quality and enjoy a growing range of on-demand podcasts all on the go. There are other ways to connect your phone to your vehicle speakers too. You can see detailed instructions when you Google ways to listen to Vision. However and wherever you listen to Vision, you can be sure that the announcers, programs and music will help you look to God daily. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Foundations. The two angels went off and the one man stayed behind and had this long conversation with Abraham Again, no man can see God and live, but there's those who believe this was a pre-incarnate expression or revelation of Jesus the Son. Foundations. Understanding the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. With Robbo Robinson and Mandy Warby. In the last program, we looked at some analogies that we used to try to explain the Trinity. And because this doctrine is particularly difficult to comprehend, we're going to focus again on it today, but particularly looking at verses from the Old Covenant that identify the different persons of the Godhead to demonstrate that the triune nature of God isn't just a Christian doctrine, but an entirely biblical doctrine. Yeah, we began um, looking last time at at the Trinity, and it's kind of fun to look at the analogies that we have used historically to try to explain the Trinity. I mean, none of them are adequate, but they do, they do help you sort of let your mm. brain stretch a little yeah, bit to right. get around it. Because it can be a bit of a brain stretch oh. kind of to try to understand what does this actually look like yeah, and what does it mean. Do you know, it's like <laughs> it's like um, predestination or the sovereignty of God. I mean, mm. when you really try to think about those things, you kind of just, it's a brain strain for <laughs> yeah. sure. But the fact is, even if it's hard to understand, if it's in the Bible, then it's true. Mm. Just because we can't actually understand it doesn't mean it's wrong. Just means we haven't got it, yeah. you know. And the and reality it, is, if we can't, if we can understand God, He's not he's God. Not like go- He's, he's got to be bigger than us, isn't He? Ex- exactly. And that is the thing. If Bible says that something is a mystery and the, the Trinity is a mystery, then try to grapple with it, but understand you're never going to quite get mm. it. It's just that again, because this is the supernatural nature and character of who God is. Well. If we could understand it, either he wouldn't be God or we would be. Yeah. And again, we mentioned Jews struggle with this. Muslims really struggle with the idea of the Trinity. They outright deny that God has a son. And again, we, we looked at the analogies. If you read in Colossians 1, the entire chapter, Paul talks about God the Father, Christ the Son, the ministry of the Holy Spirit, and the fullness of them indwelling the believer. Mm. So it it's really does emphasize the, the different natures and characters of the triune Godhead. But we have to try to demonstrate that the Old Covenant scriptures alone will present to us the triune nature and character of God. Now, Genesis 1.1, in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. So in the very first verse, the Bible uses the word God, and in the Hebrew, we've talked about this, it's Elohim. And as we've already learned, learning about the names of God, that the name El means God, but Him makes Him plural. Mm. Yep. So right in the very first verse, you've got God yeah. as a plural entity. Well, of course, later on in the same chapter, it says, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. So there's a clear um, yeah, presentation there of the fact that there's a plurality to it. God is not schizophrenic. Yeah. So therefore, <laughs> he is talking to this fellowship within mm. himself. 
Okay, so absolutely, he 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 says it's let us in our in our likeness, our image. So he's talking about a plural Godhead. Genesis one two it says the earth was formless and void, and darkness was over the surface of the deep, and the spirit of God was moving over the surface of the water. So there you've got this mention of the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God. So is the Spirit of God different to God? Mm. Okay, so therefore you've got these distinctions. That's that We haven't even got out of the first book of the Bible yet. Okay, by his very nature, he is plural. And that's the first time he reveals himself. The very first time he reveals himself, he says, I'm plural. Okay, it's not, and it's not about three gods. Yeah. There's one, again, this is this, this is this <laughs> complexity of the, the, the nature of the Trinity. One God, but plural within himself. Now, do you remember how we learned about the untranslatable word of God yeah. and how it's not in the English translation because there's no English word for it? And it's the, the Hebrew word et. And it is the aleph. And the Tav, the first and last letters of the Hebrew alphabet, and how this is basically in the beginning was the word, and the word was it, the word, this language, these words. So, who is the word? We know, and I'm going to make one reference here to John chapter one that explains that the word was God, the word was with God, in the beginning was Mm -hmm. the word, nothing came to be made that wasn't made through him. And Jesus Christ is the word made flesh. So, this here, if, if nothing else, is an inference. Yeah. It's a suggestion of the Word or of the Son of God as this this other member of the Godhead. So there are these hints at the Son of God. But then there are other, some very important hints about the Son of God as well, or what a lot of scholars and theologians believe to be the pre-incarnation, uh, a pre-incarnate visitation mm-hmm. of the Son of God. And the Bible has a number of instances where it says the angel of the Lord. Mm. And if it's the angel of the Lord, well, yeah, plenty of times where the Bible has talked about an angel, it's literally yeah, been like an, Michael or one of Michael those. the archangel or yeah. Gabriel given a message. But then there are times when this angel of the Lord says or does something that no ordinary angel would ever, ever, mm. ever allow. There's the situation with Hagar. The angel of the Lord appeared to Hagar. Remember, she fled from Sarai mm-hmm. when she fell pregnant with Ishmael. And what's really interesting, I won't read it all. It's in Genesis 16, uh, 7 to 13. It says, The angel of the Lord found her by a spring of water, and and, and he spoke to her, and then the angel um, told her, Go back to your mistress. He said, you're going to have a son. He's described what he was going to be like, mm. um, what his future was going to be, that God was going to bless him, that he was going to call him Ishmael. And then Hagar, actually the angel says to her, I will greatly multiply your descendants. Well, mm. since when did an angel have that kind of power yeah, and authority? Right. But then at the end, Hagar actually says that she called the name of the Lord who spoke to her? Who spoke to her? An angel of the Lord. And she calls him, you are a God who sees. Mm. And we learned about that name. But no angel, no ordinary angel would ever allow himself to be called a name of God. So there are those who believe that mm. that was a pre-incarnated Jesus. Uh, in Genesis 18, Abraham had another counter with the three visitors. We know two of them were angels. They went off to Sodom and Gomorrah before the destruction there but it actually says that that uh, the Lord it uses the word Yahovah we would say Yahweh uh, it, and that's the name it uses for this particular man and they walked up Abraham fed them had fellowship with them and then 
The two angels went off and the one man stayed behind and had this long conversation with Abraham about what was going to happen mm. uh, in Sodom and Gomorrah, but also with his wife Sarah and coming back the next year and having a baby. And and it says this was Yahweh, mm. Yahovah. So again, no man can see God and live, but there's those who believe this was a pre-incarnate expression or revelation of Jesus the Son. And then there were Samson's parents, okay? The angel of the Lord came to them and he said, my name is Wonderful. Well, we know yeah, that that's one of that's the names right. of Messiah. That was Judges 13. Daniel 3, Nebuchadnezzar throws Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego into the fire. He looks in, they're walking around and there's one in there who looks like yeah, the son of the gods. The fourth man. Exactly, <laughs> the fourth man. Then there's, there's Joshua. Joshua chapter 5, verses 14 to 15. And he is getting ready to take the people into the promised land, conquer the land, and all of a sudden the captain of the host of the Lord is standing before him. There's no time to unpack the conversation that unfolded between them. But suffice it to say that uh, Joshua falls down in front of him and the angel doesn't say, get up off your feet and don't worship me, like the angel said to John in in Revelation Mm. 19. And then he says, actually... Take your shoes off, Joshua, because you're standing on holy ground. Well, since when did an angel make the ground holy? Only God makes the ground holy, like God said at the burning bush to Moses. So these angels, so these angels of the Lord or the captain of the host, did not correct their human um, counterparts at the time. And so it's believed that these were actually pre-incarnations of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, not God the Father, but God the Son. So we've seen so far God the, God the Father in creation, the Holy Spirit and the Son. But there's so much more we'll look at next mm. time. Well, we'll continue to unpack this uh, in the next program. Look at more evidence in the Old Covenant that identifies the three distinct persons of the Godhead in the Trinity. This has been Foundations, a look at the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. For study notes, resources and more, see vision.org.au slash foundations. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.